Welcome back to the Save the Good Girl podcast, everybody. So I actually have my episodes that I plan in advance. And in this particular episode, I felt like this was an appropriate time to talk about 11 ways that we can get closer and spend more time with God. And it really hit me. And I wanted to ensure that I share these things because at a time where there's so much uncertainty and there's just so much going on, we tend to sometimes stray away from our foundation. And I believe the foundation really and truly is God. So in this episode, I've never had an interview before. This is my first interview and it is featuring my heavenly father, my savior, my king, God. God, say hi. Yeah, he said hi. He, you know, he's here. I'm just gonna do more of the talking, okay? (laughs) Let's get into the episode. Before we get into this episode, I just want to make a disclaimer that this episode will be 100% faith-based. It will be talking about God 100%. So if this is something that you do not believe in or, you know, I'm not going to focus more so on religion. I'm really focused more so on developing and spending more time with God. So I want to ensure that, you know, prior to you listening to the whole thing, that you are aware that I am going to be talking about God. I do not deny that I believe in God 100%. He has done amazing things for me. And I think that in times like this, where it's uncertainty, anxieties being developed, or financial problems, emotional problems, relationship problems, you know, career problems, any type of problem, um, he is the person that I lean on. And in this episode, I wanted to discuss how to spend more time with him in order to develop a deeper connection spiritually with the divine master himself. Thank you. All right. So back to the episode. As I stated earlier, I usually plan out my themes for my episodes in advance. And my spirit led me to doing this episode earlier than I anticipated because God loves his attention. (laughs) Hence the reason why he's right here with me doing this interview. I've never had an interview before. He is my first guest. And I, I think that it's really what we're going through right now. And I don't know what you're going through. Your story may not be my story at all. I do know that life hits you and it hits you unexpectedly. I do know that when life hits you, it can hit you really hard. I do know that confusion and sadness and just being annoyed and frustrated and angry and hurt and betrayed are feelings that are shared emotions that if you have not experienced them, you probably will. Because life is not all perfect and cookie cutter. There will be challenges. And in those moments, what do we do? I think that there's a lot of information about spending time or cultivating a relationship with your spouse, cultivating, uh, spending a relationship with your partner or your friends or your family and how to be closer to this or to this and to that. And while we do have many resources talking about God, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm the first one because I'm not. However, I think that there's, I have a different way of looking at things and I wanted to talk about 11 ways to spend more time with God. I am by no way a preacher or anything like that. I am his daughter and I have experienced things with God that 
led me to doing this episode. And I don't know who this is going to touch. I don't know uh, what this may do for you. I just know that it will do something for someone. And this is why I decided to to do this. So um, it's gonna be a really, really great life-changing episode. And I'm saying that because I truly believe that one shift in how we do things literally can change our lives. I've said this many times because I really, really believe in it. And um, I don't know what you're dealing with, what you're going through, what you're experiencing emotionally, what heartbreak or heartache, financial issues, emotional issues, physical issues, I don't know. I just know that um, pain is something that's shared. <laughs> it's something that's shared. You know, it, it, it may be in different ways. We may not have the same story, but pain is something that is shared. Um, so I just wanted to spend some time and, and kind of talk about that and get into it, get into 11 ways that we can spend more time with God, that we can also understand that we are not alone, even though it feels like it. And to also understand that God is such a forgiving, graceful, gracious man. And to be grateful that he's not petty, aka you can start a relationship with God today, even if you've never had one with him. So that is number 11. You need to assess the relationship. Where are you with God? Where are you? Are you consistent? Are you inconsistent? Or are you non-existent? In order to develop anything, you need to get to the source. You need to get to the why. You have to troubleshoot and know where you stand. Are you inconsistent because something happened that deterred you from him? Did you never really have a relationship with him? Or do you have one, but it's kind of flaky because you're so busy and you pray, but you got things to do, or you may go to church once a month, or you may do things here and there, but it's not as consistent. You got to assess the relationship with God first. You need to know where you are to know where you're going, right? And it's the same thing with God. I feel like we need to know where we are so that we know the kind of relationship that we want to have with him. And if you do have a relationship that is inconsistent or non-existent, how do we develop a, a consistent or non-existent one? Are you angry with him? Can people be angry with God? Yes. Yes. Because when life hits you, it hits you. And sometimes things happen that are, you cannot explain it. I don't have answers. I don't know. Only he does. And God has a plan for everything. But for us, because we're humans and we're experiencing it in our time, because, you know, all of the things that he's done is already planned. He knows everything. He knows when you're born, when you're, when you're going to die. He knows when you buy your house. He knows when you get married. He knows when you have your child. He knows everything. He knows everything. He knows everything because everything that he does is so intentional. But there's certain things in life that it's just you, you don't have an explanation as to why this happened. You, it, it just certain things just doesn't make sense. So is there a possibility that you could have been angry with God? Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to know, are you angry with him? Are you angry? Are you frustrated with him? Are you confused 
Where are you in this relationship? What caused you to be inconsistent with him? What caused you to stray away from him 100%? What was it? And how can we repair that, right? So 11 is assessing the relationship. You need to know where you are with him. You need to know where you are with him. That is the best way for you to know where you want to go with him and where you want to be with him and talk to him because he answers. And, you know, if you pay attention to what he does and how he moves and the fact that you're breathing, let's just pause. The fact that you're breathing is him answering you. And we don't, you know, when we're angry, we don't really take that into strong consideration, but the fact that you are breathing is him being there for you. The fact that you can listen to this podcast is a blessing. The fact that you woke up this morning is a blessing. The fact that you're woke, you woke up in the ho- uh, not in the hospital, or even if you did wake up in a hospital, you woke up is a blessing. That means that God is waiting for you to come back. It's never too late to start a relationship with him. So number 11, assess the relationship. Assess if you're consistent, inconsistent, non-existent. Why are you those things? And how can you make it better? Number 10, find your spot. There's a there's a lot of things that we like to do to be comfortable, right? So if you're watching your favorite show, do you like to watch it in your car? Do you like to watch your show in your comfy couch? Do you like to watch with your pajamas? You need to find your spot with God. And what I mean by finding your spot is the place that you feel more vulnerable in, the place that you can open up to him, whether that can be church, whether that could be your car, whether that could be your room, whether that could be um, a particular tree, Whatever it is, right? You got to find your spot. It could be within your home, outside of your home, in the bathroom, when you brush your teeth. Find your spot where you feel connected, where you are alone, and where you feel calm. My spot, for example, is water. I like to go by the water. I love the beach for many reasons, but one of the main reasons why I love the beach is because for me, I like to talk to God and pray by the water because I feel very connected to him there. So when I'm not having the best day, when I'm confused, there's a park by my house that I go to and I look at the water and the waves symbolizes to me when I look at it, it symbolizes the blessings that are coming my way. Um, even with whatever turmoil or sadness or confusion that I'm feeling, I look at the water and it instantly calms me down. I have cried by the water. I have screamed by the water. I have rejoiced by the water because this is what makes me feel super, super connected to God. So number 10, find your spot. Find that place where you feel comfortable, where you feel free, where you feel like you can really be yourself and truly, truly be connected to him. Okay. Number nine, make it fun. You know, when you think about prayer, (laughs) you think about something very strategic and like a ritual and you have to do certain things to pray. You need to talk to God the way you speak to your best friend. You need to talk to God the way that you, well, minus the cursing and certain details. Okay. Cause wait, we got to keep it nice and cute for our Lord. Don't get crazy. Um, Um, But when you talk to God, how you talk to your spouse, how you talk to your mother, how you talk to your father, how you talk to the people that you love. God created comedians. God created all these people in our lives, right? 
So what makes you think he doesn't have a personality and he's not funny himself? Let me tell you something. I talk to God the way I talk to y'all. Cause you know, he's right here. That's my, that's my, that's my friend. Like th- this is my bestie. So when I talk to God, I'm like, God, what? tell me why God today I was walking down the street and then, you know, this happened that like, this is how I talk to him. I know it's like, but you need to make it fun when you talk to God. Okay. Tell him the story, be descriptive, be in a place where you could be in a place of yearning where you're seeking answers. You know, God created the coolest. He is the coolest. He created the coolest. He created laughter. He created jokes. He created emotions. He knows that we have these emotions because he created them. So you want to make sure that you have fun with God. Cause you know, I, I tell God all the time, like, God, you mad funny. Like you're funny. And I'm like, right, God, God, you're not, you're mad funny. Like, you think you're funny? Yeah, I think you're funny. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, so that, you know, him and I are talking like, but yeah, make it fun, make it fun and really spend time and, you know, talking to him as if you're talking to your friend, you know, like make it very real and make it very raw. So have fun with him. Number eight, be honest with him. Be honest with him. To spend more time with him, you need to be honest because what happens when you're honest with people you love that you spend time with, the vulnerability continues to happen when you're honest because you don't feel judged. That's why you were able to be honest in the first place. So with our friend God, you know, take time to really express how you feel and what you would like the outcome to look like. What do you want from this, right? Tell God everything. Okay. Acknowledge the happiness, acknowledge the joy, acknowledge the anger, acknowledge your faults. If you made a mistake, acknowledge if you are hurt. Okay. Sometimes we say, God, I don't know. I don't know. And then maybe a few minutes later it hits you and you do know, <laughs> you know, you do, you do know, you do know. So make it your priority to be honest with him because in, when you're honest about your symptoms, you can get a true diagnosis. And what I mean by that is it's like going to the doctor and you tell your doctor, I feel pain, right? And the doctor says, where do you feel pain? What does it feel like? How often do you feel pain? They need to ask you these questions in order to truly figure out what the problem is because they're not going to give you medication for something you don't have a problem with. And that's the same thing with God. He is not going, you know, in order for him to truly support you, you got to be real with him. Like, you know what, God, I thought I didn't care about this, but to be honest with you, I am hurt. I am in pain. I am confused. This really does bother me. What did I do wrong? Be honest and ask him. That's something I think I did not learn how to properly do up until maybe recently. I would say two years. And I was raised Catholic. I'm Catholic. And I went to a Catholic uh, elementary school. And we always talked about, you have to ask God, ask, ask, ask. And I never really asked him. I usually like to just, because I, I I talk about all the things I'm grateful for. And I kind of feel guilty asking him for anything. Because I'm like, I'm so blessed. And it's like, no, he wants you to ask. And you need to be honest with him, you know. And God is so forgiving, He's so forgiving. Like, imagine if God was petty. Imagine if you did not have a relationship with God and he's like, oh, now you want to talk to me? (laughs) Like, you'll be like, imagine, like, if he had those human characteristics that we do, 
oh, we will be in trouble. So I'm so grateful for his grace <laughs> because sometimes we do go astray and it's so important to be honest with him. Let him know how you truly, truly feel, what's really bothering you, what's really on your mind. And even if you're like a little frustrated with him, you're frustrated with the situation, you're frustrated with the outcome, you've been waiting for something for so long. I'm saying that because I feel attached <laughs> and, and it hasn't happened yet. And you're like, God, I've been asking you for like how many years? But remember, our years compared to God is nothing. So, you know, but yes, you know, be honest with him, you know, be honest with him because he is listening and he is there, but we need to make sure that we are descriptive. We need to make sure that we're honest with him. We need to make sure that we find the right spot, assess the relationship. And just knowing that he's not going nowhere. We are the ones that go away. We will get back to this fabulous episode, but I just wanted to let you know that you can find Save the Good Girl on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. There is also a chance for you to be featured on the show. Check out the link in the description to send me a voice message. In addition to the podcast, did you know that Save the Good Girl has a blog? Be a part of VIP by subscribing to the email list on savethegoodgirl.com. So many options to stay connected. All right, let's get back to the episode. We've heard the tagline from Burger King, have it your way. We know that if you go to a buffet, you get to pick and choose what you want. And number seven, in terms of how to spend more time with God, is to be specific. Be very specific when you are spending time with God. Life is kind of like a buffet. So you know when you go to a buffet, you get to, or if you have like a buffet style, you get to pick and choose what you want. And maybe there's certain dishes that looks very intriguing that you've never tried. And you're like, oh, let me have a side of that. Or maybe because you're so picky, you don't want to try anything. God is kind of like a la carte with a mix of what he wants. So he'll just throw things on your plate and he's like, deal with it, sis. But guess what? I'm going to help you deal with it. <laughs> I'm going to help you. You're not, you're not by yourself, but you're going to have to deal with it. Like, I know you didn't want, you know, pickles and onions and all of that, but this is what I'm giving you right now. But there's a reason why I'm giving it to you. Don't question me. Roll with it, right? This is how God works. However, God is also very gracious. So he listens to you in terms of what you're asking. The only thing is God does it when he feels it is right and when he sees fit. And this is something that, you know, I'm still working on because I'm just like, God, come on. We've been talking about this for mad long. <laughs> like, What's going on up there? <laughs> I need a little traffic. I know you got a whole world to take care of, but my Lord, like I'm your daughter. Like I need attention, you know? And right. Yes. I know God. I know you love me. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. He's, you know, guys, as you know, God is my first guest and he's here talking to me right now. So yes, um, we need to be very specific with him. And I will, I will be honest with you. I was not really always specific. I was more generic. Like, God, I just felt like, well, if you know everything, why, why do I have to say it? He wants you to say it because you know why? He wants to show off. God likes to show what he's done because this is how his word gets to be spread. Because now he shows you like, look, you've wanted this. I give it to you. And sometimes he also does that to show us a lesson. This is exactly why they say, be careful what you ask for, because you may just get it. 
and you may not be, be prepared for it. But, you know, this is all part of his plan. It's all part of his lesson. So be very specific. Be very careful with what you want because you may just get exactly what you asked for. So ensure that you are specific. Ensure that you understand that you can have it your way, but you have to be clear on what you're asking. What are you requesting? And then be specific on how to sustain it. I think we we are so wrapped up into, God, this is what I want. We need to kind of shift that into God. If this is your will, this is what I have in my heart. When you give it to me, Lord, give me the strength and courage to sustain it. Give me discernment. Give me the capabilities to keep this going. Let me make it grow. So if you're talking about maybe sustaining a relationship with someone, you don't want to just pray for the relationship. You don't want to just pray for the partner. You want to pray for sustainability. You want this to last. And or example, if you're getting married or within your career, you want this to take you to the next level. So when you're praying, be specific on not exactly what you're praying for only. And then when you get it, it's like, okay, God, thank you. Bye. No, because every time we receive something great in our lives, it will present new challenges. And we need God to help us to give us the courage to keep going. Because sometimes when you are introduced to something that you have not had before, it's a lot, even when it's exciting. And you just want to make sure that you have the capabilities to keep it going. So number seven is to be very specific with what you want. And not only pray for or talk to God about exactly what you want, but also how to sustain it. Okay. Number six, we need to infiltrate our eyes and our ears. What does that mean, Erica? Let me tell you. Let me let God tell you because, you know, he's talking through me in this episode. What I mean by that, watch what you are watching. Watch what you are listening to, especially in times of need. And when I say need, I'm talking about when life throws you curveballs, whether it's positive or an opportunity. In that moment, you may need to watch a sermon or a positive video. You may need to listen to gospel music or soothing music. Be careful of who you're following on social media. Be careful of the people you are speaking to and telling you stories that are not promoting your growth in that particular moment. Be careful of what you're telling yourself and you're comparing yourself based on what you're seeing on social media, based on what you're seeing on TV. In times of trouble, it is very important that you are very, 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 very intentional of where you place your eyes and your ears because this is what will challenge your vulnerability, okay? One sentence can shift your every single move. And during times of trouble for me, I need to watch a positive video. I need to watch a sermon, even if it's for two minutes. I need to listen to uplifting music about him to remind myself that he's able, to remind myself that I'm not alone, to remind myself that he's awesome, to remind myself that he's forgiving, to remind myself that there will be trials and tribulations, but God is going to be there to see me through. And I need that. Even though I know the gospel music, the word, talking to somebody who is positive, talking to a family member who is all about God that you can speak to, talking to a friend who can remind you, Erica, God is in charge. 
Why are you so stressed? It's little things like that. Well, not little, but huge things like that, that really can shift your whole experience with him. We need to make sure we watch what what we're listening to and what we see when we are in times of like in times of trouble or even happiness. Because what happens is you could be so happy that you bought your car, like your first car, for example. Then you go on Instagram, you see a Lamborghini and you're like, dang, my car is whack. No, you still got a car. (laughs) You still have a car. Like be grateful for that. So watch what you're saying, watch what you're listening to, and watch watch what you're watching. Infiltrate your mind with positivity. Talk to someone who's positive. Talk to someone who's uplifting. Watch something uplifting. YouTube is a great resource. Social media is not a bad place if you know how to use it properly. Listen to gospel music if that helps you. Listen to soothing music if that helps you. Maybe listening to something that's not promoting where you want to be is not the best idea when you are in a time of confusion or just, you know, happiness, wherever you are. When you want to spend more time with God, you have to watch what you're listening to. Let him guide you to something that's more positive. Let him guide you to something that's not comparing your life to something else. It is very imperative that you watch what you see and watch what you're listening to. And number five, open your Bible. Yeah. Listen, let me, let me take, let's talk about the Bible for a quick second. Lord Jesus, let's talk about the Bible. Amen. Okay. The Bible is the most dense book in the world. It is dense. There's a lot uh, uh, in there. Um, And it it sometimes can be a bit confusing, okay? However, you need to find something that you can attach yourself to, whether it is a story in there or a prayer or a psalm, something that really, really attracts you. So for me, my favorite line is only four words. That's it. And it is Psalm 4610. And it reads, be still and know. That's it. That is my favorite line in the Bible. It is currently above where I am recording right now. Because whenever life is getting a little too much for me, that right there lets me know I need to be still and know who's really in charge. And it's not me. And it's not my circumstance and it's not the person that hurt me and it's not the rejection that I received, but God is in control. So that really attracts me. It may be a Psalm. It may be a prayer. Like my father loves Psalm number three. He loves, uh, Psalm number 91. Uh, my sister loved the Lord is our shepherd. Like, you know, there's people that loves different things in the Bible. So what I would say to you is open your Bible. Take a look, take a look there, you know, attach yourself to something in there. There's thousands and thousands of beautiful prayers in the Bible. And, um, there's also prayers even on, on YouTube or, uh, you know, on the internet and Google. I love the serenity prayer. I love that prayer. So attach yourself to the word, whatever that word may be for you. Attach yourself to a prayer, attach yourself to an anchor. I have the serenity prayer in my wallet. I have the serenity prayer, um, as a decal on my wall. I love the serenity prayer. So attach yourself to something that you feel connected to. Again, the Bible's a little dense. It is. But open it up. 
you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised what you discover when you open up your Bible. And number four, be limitless. Be limitless. Get rid of all your distractions when you're spending time with God, please. Clear your mind. Get rid of the technology. Put your phone on silent. Don't scroll. I am guilty. I am not going to lie. In the middle of me talking to God, God, don't be mad at me. God, please. Let me just finish this. I know you're a little upset right now. And I said I was sorry. In the middle of me praying to him, in the middle, and I'm just, you know, where I'm doing this podcast. I said I was going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. There, there were moments where I was praying. I would go on my phone and I'm like looking at something real quick and I'm like, oh God, okay, okay, right? Even though God is my bestie and he loves me, can't really do that. So in order to spend more time with God, we got to give God more of our time, <laughs> right? We got to give him more of our time. Do a brain dump sometimes, okay? Do a brain dump. And what do I mean? Sometimes we have to journal and write everything down before we talk to him to clear our heads. Because what happens is when you're overthinking, you're going in a rabbit hole and it's hard to see, it's, it's hard to feel him when you're that confused. It's hard because your mind is taking over, not him. And he can't get in because you're spinning a thousand miles a minute and it's hard for him to, to de deliver the message to you because you're rabbit, 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 rabbit. So we need to be limitless. We need to ensure that we take our worries and we write it on paper, or maybe you need to meditate prior, or maybe whatever you need to do to mentally connect, whatever routine you need to do. So like I said, I like to go to the water, or sometimes I'll light my candle, I listen to my music, and I write in my gratitude journal, or I write in my journal, and when before I go to sleep, I talk to God. In the car, I talk to God. I talk to him whenever I feel like it. I can talk to him right now. God, I was listening to this podcast, Lord, please bless them, Lord. I don't know what they're dealing with, Lord, but please guide them, Lord. Please let them know your presence. Let them feel your presence, Jesus. Amen. See, that was easy. <laughs> Whatever you're dealing with right now, I'm praying that God is going to enter your life and he's going to break the chain that you currently have within yourself because we hold the chain. And I, I want you to understand now, when cl getting closer to God, we need to be li limitless. We need to get rid of our distractions. We need to clear our mind, get rid of technology. Put your phone away. Put it away. Give God your time just for a little bit. He's a very understanding God too, you know? So we want to make sure that to spend more time with God, we really need to spend the time. Let's free ourselves mentally so we can really, really connect and so that we can actually hear what he is saying to us. Number three is really important. And to get closer to God, the third step is to actually get closer to your support system. When you think about angels, you think about someone in white clothing, they're in the air, they have their wings, and they're just kind of fluttering all over you. And I will say for me, my angels are my friends and family, my support system. I don't have enough words to say in this podcast to describe how grateful I am for the friends and family that I have in my life who have consistently challenged me, who have allowed me to shift and I've realized that when you see a child, you hear the whole saying, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise a person. 
and you never stop growing. And it is so vital to have people in your life who are there for you, who support you, who will guide you, who will challenge your thinking. And when life hits you, it hits you hard. When you think about someone going to war, they have their armor, they have their clothing, they have the bulletproof vest, they have their guns, they're ready. When you think about going on a vacation to a Caribbean island, you might have your sunscreen, your outfits, your accessories, shorts, and et cetera. You're not going to bring a bubble coat and a scarf and all of that to a Caribbean island. You know, that's not being prepared for the occasion. And sometimes life feels like you're in the middle of a battlefield with nothing. You have nothing. You have no armor. You have nothing. That's what it feels like. And God is there to protect you and guide you. And then you have your friends who are there to help you with the healing process. And it's so important that we take notice that in order to spend more time with God, we have to spend more time with our support system because God speaks to people to get to give you the message. So he talks through them to get to you. And I, I know how it feels when, when things happen right away. You don't want to talk to people. You're not in the mood to be around people and really explain how you feel. But after some time, it is very vital to, to lean on your support system because that's how you get closer to him. That's how you can hear a particular word. And sometimes I say things to people when they call me and they reach out to me for advice. And um, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, that was good. Because I know it's not me. I know it's not me. I know that he's speaking through me. He's speaking through me right now. Um, even prior to me making this particular episode, I prayed on it because I wanted to make sure that he guided my words properly to ensure that I'm touching his people because this is what he wanted. So number three is really to get closer to your support system. You know, words can break you down, but words can also build you up and words can save you. And sometimes someone saying the right word can really shift what you're going through or just bring you comfort in what you're going through. Number two, invite others. When you think about a power couple, what do you think? You think money, you think status, you think, wow, this person has this and this person has that. A power couple to me is a praying couple. And we know that prayer is, it's very strong when you have a partner that you can pray with and build with in that way. Because if you can pray strongly together, there's nothing that you can't conquer together. And I truly believe that. Prayer also works in numbers. Share your testimony. Hear what other people have to say. Brag about God. Brag about him. He loves the attention. That's why he continues to perform miracles. And I myself am a walking miracle. I am. My mother had a very uh, traumatic birth experience when it came to me. And me talking to you right now is a miracle because God had a purpose for me and he performs miracles all the time. The same way we rent and rave and recommend shoes and cars and appliances and services. Oh my God, this spot. Oh my God, this restaurant. Oh my God, did you catch this sale? Oh my gosh, this candle. Oh my gosh, this. We got to do the same for God. We got to do the same for God. People are placed in our lives for a reason. And we know that. We know that. So we need to make sure that when God has done something amazing for you, when you have the new job, when you have your new business idea, when you've developed a better relationship with your family members, when you developed a better relationship with your spouse, when you developed a, a better relationship with at work or whatever it is that you want, you want to make sure that you invite others and you talk about it. 
The best way to also spend time with God, brag about him. He likes compliments too, <laughs> you know? He likes that. So we want to ensure that we give God when you hear the the saying of giving God the praise and the glory, that's what that means. Like brag about him, share. I have testimonies. I have seen what God has done. And this is why I had to do this episode. I have seen it. I have seen things that you're like, no way this can't happen. And God made it happen, man. Oh, he makes it happen. He makes it happen. So invite others, invite others and talk about it. You know, be intentional with your belief. Don't shy away from him. Be intentional and really, really invite other people and talk about him because he loves that. And my number one way to get closer and spend time with God is wake up earlier to express gratitude. Everything starts at the beginning of the day when you open your eyes. And once your alarm hits, there's so much to do. You got to wake up, you check your cell phone, you get ready, you got to go, blah, blah, blah. Or you lay in bed and you scroll for two hours and then you get up and then you brush your teeth and then you got to start your day. There's so much to do. In order to spend more time with God, we do need to wake up a little bit earlier so that we don't have to feel rushed or hurried. Take your time and talk to him. I'm not going to lie. I'm guilty too when I would wake up and I would instantly grab the phone. It's it's very uh, instinctive. Like it's just like, oh, my phone is there. What happened? And looking at your phone instantly in the morning, that can really shift your mood. In order to really spend time with God and develop a strong relationship with him, we got to give him more attention the minute that we wake up. Because this is the start of a new day. Whatever you experienced yesterday, whatever you thought about yesterday, it's gone. And it's never coming back. Now this is a better opportunity for you to really introduce him into your life. So my number one tip, wake up a little earlier. If you set your alarm at 6.30, set it up at 6.20. Set it up at 6.15. Get your body in that space where you can kind of move around, yawn. And then in that moment, just thank him. Just thank him. Thank him for waking you up today. Thank him and show gratitude. Before you wake, usually when I wake up, what I usually do is I wiggle my fingers, I wiggle my toes, I breathe, I take a couple of deep breaths, and then I look around and I touch things. Why? Because I've heard many times where people go to sleep and they can't hear. I've heard many times where people go to sleep and they lose a particular sense or something's not moving and something's not working. So every time you wake up and things are working, God is working. And because God is working, he deserves to have thanks. He deserves to be praised. My number one tip is to wake up a little earlier and spend more time with him. Show him that you are grateful. Start your day anew. Start your day within just being into him and just being grateful that you did wake up today. God is really amazing. I've said this already, but he truly is. If I talked about the many ways that God has blessed me, that would be a whole different podcast (laughs) because he really has. And I really feel strongly in these 11 tips. He is beyond. He is there. And again, whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, whatever you want, whatever I want, whatever we want, we can have him. We can have him. We can have it. 
we have to let him in. We went through 11 tips to spend more time with God, and I just want to go through all 11 of them very quickly, um, just in case if you wanted to take notes or if you're like, what were all of them again? Because <laughs> I did say a couple of things, and I wanted to make it easy for you. So 11 is to assess the relationship, know where you are with God, whether you are consistent, inconsistent, or have a non-existent relationship with him, know exactly where you stand. Number 10, find your spot, whatever that means to you. It could be in your bed, it could be in the kitchen, it could be in your room. Find your spot where you feel like you can be vulnerable to spend time with God. Number nine, make it fun. Talk to God the same way you talk to your best friend. Talk to God the same way you talk to your spouse, your mother, your father, whoever is important to you in your life. Talk to God the same way. Make it fun. Be funny with him. Be dramatic with him. Okay. Number eight, be honest. Be real with God. He already knows everything anyway, but <laughs> you want to make sure that you are honest. You acknowledge everything. You acknowledge that maybe you are confused. Um, the more honest you are with him, the better your the bond will be between you and him. And then number seven is to be specific with him. Yes, he knows everything, but we want to make sure that you are specific in your prayers. You are specific in your ask. You want to be very clear and understand that life is a la carte with a sprinkle of what God wants for you in order to have the lesson he wants you to learn, or there's a purpose that he wants you to fulfill. Number six, infiltrate your eyes and your ears. Be careful with what you're watching, with what you're listening to in times of need or joy. We want to make sure that you are careful with the social media aspect, what you're watching on YouTube. You may need to watch a positive video on YouTube or a sermon or a positive uh, song or a soothing song. So make sure that you are very, very careful with what you are feeding your ears and your eyes. Number five, open your Bible. Find something that you are connected to. You will be surprised with the many prayers and scriptures that are in the Bible that are very strong that you may connect with. So open it up. It is a dense place, but I truly believe that you can find something in there that really resonates with you, whether it's a prayer or a story. Again, my my favorite uh, line in the Bible is Psalm 4610, be still and know, and knowing that God is almighty and he's forever here and never leaves my side. Number four, be limitless. Make sure that when you are spending time with God, that you are rid, getting rid of distractions. No cell phones, no deadlines. It's just you and him to be free. And really, you can get out what you need to, and he can also speak to you better that way. And then number three, get closer to your support system. Lean on the people who are there for you. Be honest and vulnerable with them. God sends angels in our lives and the angels are not just the angels in the air, but also the angels, more so the angels that he puts intentionally in your life, whether it's your friends, family, spouse, your coworkers, whoever that may be, get closer to your support system to really guide you to the next level. Number two, invite others. Talk about God, brag about God, hear testimonies, um, share your testimony. This is how you get closer to him. He likes to be bragged about. He likes when you are speaking his word. He likes when you're able to tell others of what he's done for you, the miracles he's performed, the way that he has shown up for you when you thought there was no way. So invite others into 
the conversation about him. That's a great way to get closer to him. And my number one tip was to wake up earlier and show gratitude. The minute that you wake up in the morning and you open your eyes, tell God, thank you for giving you the eyes to see. Be grateful that your limbs work. Be grateful that you have the resources that you do. Be grateful that you are able to wiggle your toes and wiggle your fingers. Show gratitude the minute you wake up. I truly believe that if you are able to master these 11 steps or even just a few of them, you are one step closer, even one, you're one step closer to developing a stronger relationship with God. He will do amazing things in your life if you believe. There's the three things my father always taught me. You have to believe, you have to have faith, and you have to be patient. These are very, very, very easy things to understand, very hard to execute. But when you spend more time with God, he allows you to take that concept and break it down and simplify it for you. So spend more time with him. He's listening and he's there. Let me know how you spend time with God. Let me know your relationship. Let me know if you found value in this episode. I really feel like he calls me to do this episode because as I've stated earlier, this was not my intention to do it right now, but God performed such a huge miracle in my life. I I had no choice. I had to talk about him. And I, I want to know how do you spend time with God and how do you feel about this episode? I really feel amazing doing this episode. I really feel like this will touch a few people by listening to this episode. And I wanted to maybe even introduce or continue the relationship that you do have with him because he is such an amazing force and such an amazing light in my life that I have the platform where I can talk about him and I'm using it in that way. And throughout my podcast, you will hear me talk about God again, because he is the foundation of everything that I do and everything that I say and everything that I have experienced. And I really hope that by listening to this uh, particular episode, that it strengthens you and it gives you the courage to talk to him a bit more. I hope that it strengthens you and it gives you the courage to spend more time with him. I hope that it strengthens you to brag about him to other people. I hope that you have the opportunity to be more vulnerable and to be more open in your life, to share what's going on with people that you truly trust. And I really hope that you understand that you are not alone in whatever battle you are facing. We do not share the same stories. I don't know what you've been through. Um, I just know that pain is something that's universal and it's hard and it causes us to go astray. And what I'm here to tell you is that God loves you. He loves you so much. And don't give up. Don't feel so discouraged. He's listening if you talk to him. I would love to hear your thoughts on this particular episode. And I will speak to you again on the next episode of Save the Good Girl.
I feel like we're connecting, so let's make sure we're connected. You can find Save the Good Girl on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Did you know about the Save the Good Girl blog? Yes, there is a blog. Check out savethegoodgirl.com to subscribe to the fabulous VIP email list and be the first to know about new podcast episodes, new blog posts, and giveaways. In addition to listening to Save the Good Girl on many platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and many more, you can also subscribe to the Save the Good Girl YouTube channel if YouTube is more of your thing. There are so many options to stay connected and be a part of the Save the Good Girl community. For all updates, or if you just want to contact me to say hello, ask me a question, or send me a comment, check out the contact section on savethegoodgirl.com.